Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. It's BudPod142. Oh my cron, Pierre. Oh. It's BudPod142. Oh my um, cron, indeed. Bum for who? That's when a waiter turns up at your table with a big um, rump steak. Oh, excuse my bum for who? Excuse my excuse my growling stomach there as you described a bum steak. That's that's how instantaneous your your hunger response is, especially to beef and bum. Yeah, the, even the the mention of a rump steak and <laughs> your stomach wakes up. You can definitely go for a very expensive Sunday roast at, at uh, Beef and Bum. That's somewhere in East London. Yeah, but you have to... Everyone has to choose either you get beef or you get bum. Yeah. Yeah, and they're both the same price, both 20 quid. Yeah, and but as you, you come in, for a bum. as you come in, there's a bunch of people leaving going like, oh my God, we'll have to come back next time so we can try the bum. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the bum or the beef? You got the bum, yeah, I got the beef. I got, how, 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 how's the bum? <laughs> Oh really? God, I have to come again because yeah, the beef is good. It's good. It's good. It's good. But make uh, sure the bum sounds interesting. I just, make I just sure when you go, very adventurous. you go with someone who's willing to swap a bit of their bum for your beef, because otherwise you'll have to go twice. But that's no bad thing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, bum for who? Yes, quite right. I'll tell you for who, Phil. It bums for thee. Yes, for whom does the bum toll? That's right. It tolls for all the pod buds in the land. It does, it does. And Omicron is here uh, from from the motherland, my motherland, South Africa. We're very good at producing frightening things. Yes, but is it not that South Africa sort of fallen for a similar trap that the UK was in early on, in that they were merely the first to identify this new strain, right? They've sort of been punished a little Yes. For their yes. vigilance. And, and because of um, South Africa's sort of very leading work in um, uh, HIV, uh, AIDS treatment and, and sort of study and a, 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 I think genetic medicine as well, we're quite good. Yeah, we'd, we'd just very fast at sequencing and identifying stuff. So we are being punished for that. Who knows how long Omicron's been around or where it was originally from. But it's here now, baby. It's here now. Mm. Because wasn't it like Botswana where it was first detected? Yes, and I think the main reason it's not being called the Botswana variant is because of how many people are frightened of trying to say Botswana out loud, having seen it written down. Also, of all the African countries, South Africa is the one that's most politically open to criticism. Yes, yeah, people kind of know a couple of things about South Africa so they can say stuff with confidence and they know where it is because it's in the name you know it's very, <laughs> it's yeah. very appealing to talk about because they could sort of go yeah. well i'll tell you what it is about that place it's rugby the mandela um trevor noah so and it's in the south yes. so i think about that and everyone sort of goes oh you seem pretty on the ball yeah yeah yeah. it's it's rugby racism and chenin blanc <laughs> Whereas you, you you bust in on one of these uh, these people and say, drop drop me some sweet knowledge about Botswana. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. It's a bloodbath. Yeah. I just watched nothing. I just watched through my window, Pierre, I just watched a cat chase a pigeon on some trestles. Because I have moved outwards, Pierre. <gasps> I've moved to I've moved down south, Pierre, where where wildlife uh, is booms the place teams with wildlife down south you're in uh you're in idyllic suburbia now with that kind of scene playing out your window is there kids hitting a hoop with a stick down the lane <laughs> is that suburbia is that more like that's sort of inner city industrial revolution oh uh, that's right? true yeah playing kick the can that's true you should be seeing yeah. 
I guess a kid on a tricycle. Oh, no, no, a gang of like Stranger Things kids solving a mystery. Well, Pierre, speaking of a gang of kids, yesterday, last night, in fact, I went to the IMAX in Waterloo to watch the new West Side Story. By Steven Spielberg. Uh, yeah, a new West Side Story. And I, I, when you said that you were going to go watch that, I thought you meant like a production of it. I didn't realize, they, I didn't even know there was a film. Well, this is the problem. No one is aware of it. It's really snuck under the radar. I'm a bit, I'm, I'm a real West Side Story head and I, it had passed me by. I knew there was one coming, but I didn't know it was out. It was only our friend Julian told me and I was like, oh gosh, is Ooh. it out? And then I just booked tickets. But I have to say, Pierre, Utterly sensational. I, I was a big fan of the original. I'm a big West Side Story um, freak. I don't really like musicals, but West Side Story, I was I like in my teens, I was obsessed, obsessed with West Side Story. And um, the music is like still ahead of its time. Now, uh, why, why as a teen were you obsessed with it? Was it the clicking of the fingers? It's just the quality of the music. I mean, the intervals are so interesting, you know. It's like all these really minor notes, all these blue notes, like everywhere. It's like nothing you've ever heard. Um, it's completely unique. The songs, the the lyrics are great. The, uh, I also it really suited because I was really into my singing. And Tony's songs are like a tenors uh, in the tenors range, and they're very beautiful songs, and they suited my my oh, range. Oh, I see, I see, yeah. I see. Okay, so it was accessible in that sense. Yeah. Also, I'm a fan of street violence. Yep, but that's true. but in an in a safe way, and clicking is about as safe as a gangbang can be. Yes. Now, I was going to ask: Is this some kind of um, true to the original remake, or are we talking gritty reimagining? It's a pretty true to the original remake. But they've updated it. Yeah, they've made... I dare say, Pierre, they took, they took all the good things about the original and they've kept it and they fixed all the problems. I think it might be a better movie. What? Really? Yeah, yeah. What yeah, have I they fixed? Everyone's got mobile phones now. Uh, yep, that's right. Uh, tonight <laughs> tonight is uh, sung on TikTok. Yep. And sent... That's how Maria... Uh, they do a duet. Tony Maria duet over TikTok. Uh and uh riff is killed by fake news <laughs> he's killed in the capital riots isn't he <laughs> yes right <laughs> <laughs> um uh and i feel pretty has the additional line um but not only in the heteronormative cis hetero right. and, um hetero system um, it's really good. It's really beautiful. The, they fix some of the pacing problems, like in the original. It, you know all those great classic movies, Pierre, that were made maybe pre nineteen sixty five. You go back and watch, and you you just they're just so boring. Yes. It's like the pay, they're like three hours long, and you could cut a half of it out, and it just slowed down by all these conversations that don't seem to be about anything, or that we really could be wrapped up in about a minute. Yes. This has got Spielberg is just taken to this he just Spielbergified West Side Story and just added pace and it never gets boring. They swapped around some of the songs, they've given the songs to different people and it really works. Oh, oh, it's so good. It's so beautiful. I cried the whole way through. You're I was just kidding. weeping. I was weeping. The second the new Maria comes on and she's sensational. You are weeping. She's boy. better. Than, I can I can really get going if if a movie gets me. And because West Side Story is so emotionally loaded for me and is so nostalgic for me. Yeah. And the songs mean so much to me. You've to built see up, them Yeah. You've built up a real I, deposit in the old bank, haven't you? Yeah. To watch it like redone like that, but redone so well. I, I, I was too much for me to handle. I was like shivering. <laughs> I was a wreck. I was shivering and crying the whole way through. Oh it was yeah, it was it was fantastic. And it's was it a funny feeling to be like freaking out to that extent in an IMAX of all places? Yeah, just uh, I mean, it's especially Apolo overwhelming because the, 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 the screen is the size of the sky, so it's like you can't escape your feels. Oh, that's true. Yeah, everywhere you look, you're just being induced to weep even more. Um, I was going to say apologies for anyone else who can hear what I describe Phil as your swallow dot wav sound effect. 
Did I just swallow? <laughs> Did I just do that? Just before, yeah, we had a little sip. But it's, it's just the fact that you swallowed <laughs> oh, the way that, I like, see. when Popeye eats spinach in a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I imagine you, like, swallowing some tea and then you're, you do a big, like, bicep and then it says tea on your bicep. Just loads of... T- all the tannins making me stronger. Yeah, they sort of fade in. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it, hard hard to avoid the crying in the IMAX, for, as you say, because you're in front of a kind of skyscraper of, of emotional stimuli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it was a movie of the year for me. I I couldn't believe it. And the late in through, the game, I was like <sighs> I was just like that the whole way through. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh man, late in the year as well to clinch that title. I know, right? Like, yeah, ninetieth minute goal from Spielberg. What was it up till that point? Uh, well, just the other day, and it's it, not my top movie of the year, but the other day I watched at home uh, with my girlfriend, The Lighthouse. Have you seen that with oh. Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson, and uh, Willem Dafoe? I have not. Uh, yeah, it's always on the list, but I'm never. I can't quite find a time when I have the time and I'm in the mood for it. It's good. It's good. I think you'll like it. It's really fucking weird, mm. but it's it's it and it's like black and white. It's be- It's shot on film. It's really beautiful, um, and it's just all these really incredible and disturbing tableaus. It's very surreal. It's very mysterious, uh, and it's just about two guys slowly going crazy together on this art, tiny island off the coast of New England. And they've just been charged to look after this lighthouse. It it's, sounds good. I, it, it's perfect lockdown viewing for sure, because it would, it would have tra- it would have you know mapped onto a lot of our lockdown experiences probably. Uh, yeah, well, good thing there's a new lockdown coming almost certainly that we can all enjoy the lighthouse in. Mm, do you think it'll be full fat lockdown? I think they'll dress it up as something else where they'll just go, oh, it just so happens that each individual um, area and industry has to do these following things. And you'll sort of go, right, okay. Do you think they'll hold off until right after Christmas and then basically January's cancelled? Oh, no, I, I mean in January, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's 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 poop ants time. It, it's just, uh, I was saying to you before, it's like a kind of World War Two thing where like, you start to get a feeling for what it would be like just to have the same enemy for years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he keeps wearing different hats. <laughs> this is like if Hitler just kept changing his mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time he changed his mustache, it made him more powerful. <laughs> or it's just different shapes, yeah. They just kept fiddling with the swastika. <laughs> yeah, rebranding. We, Obsessed we keep with rebranding. Letting... Hitler through our front line because we don't recognize him because he's got a different mustache on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's now it's purple and people sort of go, "Is that?" Uh, I mean, it uh, can't be. Yeah, just just that psychological feeling of having uh, a, an enemy who you you have no easy perception of, but they're affecting your daily life and they're they're sort of around and you're you're winning, but it's not over yet. That's that's the that's what I mean, as opposed to you know that level of suffering or whatever else. But just mm. sort of going, oh, you know all that stuff that's normal. Well, it's not normal now, and it's because of X. And you go, oh. Yeah. And you sort of want to shake your fist at X and go, ah, you suck. And then, but there's nothing you can really do about it. You just have to go, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, am I being naive here? Or is it good that Omicron is like, has got so many mutations to it? Because... If it's a really, really effective variant, then hopefully that's put off further new variants for a while. If it's really uh, tough one to beat, if it's a really tough one for new variants to beat, then maybe it'll mean a little stability. What do you, what do you think? Right. So you're saying like Omicron is like Coca-Cola and it just smashes everything else out of the market. And then once you beat Coca-Cola, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not going to be Coca-Cola for a while. That's that's my hope. Yeah, and I guess what, like, so your immunity is quite strong because you've defeated such a powerful Omicron, like a powerful variant. Well, it's more that there won't be much space left for new variants to take over because yes. it'd be very hard for them to to 
to beat Omicron's transmissibility. Yes, yes, yes. I, I mean, you know, I mean, look, it sounds true, and I like the sound of it. I'm not an epidemiologist, but I like the sound of it, and at this point, I'll take it. <laughs> One Omicron, please. I'll take it. Sounds good to me. You've sold me on this idea. Let's do it. Let's go for it. This Christmas, West Side Story, the modern remaster. The most beautiful text I ever got. You up, hey you up, hey you up, you still up. Sent her a dick pic and it got her hot. Aubergine emoji, aubergine emoji, cheeky cat face, winky smiley guy, panting red face, aubergine emoji, sexting, I just started sexting some girl called Maria or something. Tonight, tonight. Can't get an Uber tonight. I guess I'll just have to get the bus. Tonight, tonight. Not even bald tonight. I just walk and hope I don't get robbed. I want to stay at an Airbnb. I want to stay at an Airbnb. But there aren't any that look good to me. I want to stay at an Airbnb. Going to hotels is so nice. Oh, but they are such a high price. What is much better is to stay in somebody's loft, which is smelly. West Side Story, as Stephen Sondheim would have hated. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Yes, as we record this, we're... Is is Nicola Sturgeon doing... He's going to do a a Scottish special announcement. Is that right, as we record this? Oh, probably. She loves doing an announcement. She does love an announcement. Um... (laughs) Real head girl vibes. She loves to call an assembly. Then, really. <laughs> loves it. <laughs> How tall is she? She always seems very short, but maybe it's just because I think she has the haircut of a short woman. Mm. Yes, let me Google. Is Nicola Sturgeon wee? <laughs> just how wee is Nicola? Um, okay, uh, she's pretty wee. Uh, she's, I've been given it in meters, which I cannot. And call me imperialist if you want. I cannot make any sense of. Um, I can translate it for you. One point six three meters. Five foot four, baby. Five foot four. That is that is small. She is still taller than Shakira, which is something to consider. I That's be- something you think about. I beg your pardon. Shakira is five feet tall, Piet. She she's five feet tall. Yeah. Five feet tall, really? 1.57 meters. 
That is insane. Do you feel embarrassed? I, the, I, I feel embarrassed because those, those hips were lying the whole time. The hips weren't lying. The, the, the legs and torso were. Right. Okay. God, mm. she, is a, she is wee. She's more wee She's than Nicola. Wee. She's a wee Colombian. Jesus, what a... <laughs> a wee Colombiana, for sure. She's, she's the weeest Colombian. <laughs> that could be a heartwarming kid's book, couldn't it? The weeest Colombian. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. It's, um... Yeah, it's it would... about someone who's moved from Medellin to Aberdeen. <laughs> it's good because they rhyme as well. Yeah. <laughs> from, <laughs> from, from cocaine to heroin. How will how will little Shakira acclimatize? From, from uppers to downers, how will she do it? Yeah. And 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 she's short, so this is a kind of up down thing you could play with there. <laughs> um from cartels to castles. That's in there. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. The weirdest Colombian, a kind of from Escobar to Edinburgh. Yes, nice. Um, what I like is that, like you know, a lot of kids' books have th- themes that they are kind of always the same. Uh, you know, be nice, don't bully people. It's okay to be different, and so on. And they're dressed up as like old school stuff, like the Ugly Duckling, or they are uh, slightly newer stuff. Like they'll be like, oh, the on- the only. Uh, you know, it'll be something more niche or completely imaginary. The only dragon without a blue face, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. I like about this, the weirdest Colombian, is that it involves so many factors that are, are confusing or not of interest to children. Yes, 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 yes. It would, but be, I think so that mu- makes... <laughs> it would be so much to expect children to relate or be interested in the, what it's like to be from Colombia and move to Scotland. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so many questions. Yeah, and they just go, wait, where? And and where? And why? Like, just the the potential natural audience for this is in the single figures, I'd say. Yeah, like, mom, what is a drug meal? <laughs> the weirdest Colombian. I mean, Scotland's a pretty wee country, isn't it? A wee country, as in, as in, as in the height of its peoples. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've, yes. I've been in a Scottish nightclub, and it's been a pretty, pretty small. Which is, it's just surprising because they have presumably quite a lot of um, Scandinavian blood, really. Yeah, and the Highlanders maybe are, are maybe the as Highlanders tall as are the their tall lands. I found the Highland Scots were the the tallest and heaviest of the European peoples until the middle of the 19th century. I don't know if that can be true. How would you even measure that? How would you know? How would you know? <laughs> but yes, West Side Story 2021 is is my pick, folks. See it, well, unless you don't feel safe. I went to the IMAX which in Waterloo and there were, I'm not kidding, maybe 12 of us. In the whole IMAX. In the big Waterloo one? Yep, 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 yep. Twelve? Yeah. yeah, this movie is not making money, baby. That's not even enough for one finger clicking gang, is it? You could hear a pin drop and a finger click, Pierre. <laughs> Was that, did that make it even more kind of um, noticeable that you were having a, a, like a transcendental experience? <laughs> well, no, because uh, you know there was there, there was no one sat next to me who I didn't know. Uh, you know, but... so, so there were no strangers close enough to notice me sobbing, which is actually good. That's how big the IMAX is: is that you could be in there having what sounds like an ayahuasca trip, and they just are so far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I was still nervous though, because like, obviously everyone like book seats down the middle, so yeah. we're sort of in a human centipede sort of line down the middle of. <laughs> Of the cinema, a COVID, a COVID centipede. Yeah, really not making the most of all the space. Coughing, coughing into each other's bumholes. Yeah, sort of a chain, a chain of coughs, <laughs> and so that made me a little nervous. Um, but but it's so big and cavernous. I think it was probably quite safe. 
But if you get a chance to, yeah, the new SS story is just sensational. I I loved it so much. Nice, very, very happy. nice. And, Gosh, uh, I, the, the lighthouse didn't make me so happy, but it was fascinating. Yeah, it would have been funny for you to be crying and joyous throughout the lighthouse. Yeah. You do get to see in the lighthouse um, a mermaid's vagina, Pierre. What? Yes, yes. Now he's interested. Hold now on. Now Pierre's ears have perked up. <laughs> when is it, when's it back on at the IMAX? That's all I want to know. <laughs> There's a big, the biggest mermaid vagina you've ever seen, Pierre. It's incredible. And it, it, I'm so glad to see it because in sort of law, especially sort of sailor law, mermaids have always been suggested as like a sort of sexual temptation yes right they're 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 a manifestation of of essentially the horniest men in the world who haven't seen a a human woman for years because they've been at sea yes and and they're they're so horny they they would fuck happily fuck something that was half fish and and i'd always wondered right but how are you fucking this thing that's half fish i don't (laughs) really see an entry point well the lighthouse provides an answer and then some, Pierre. <laughs> when a big um, mermaid vagina is on the screen, I'm just like crying and shaking, just like you and West Side Story. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's just how I imagined it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the giant mermaid vagina when I was a teenager. Now that it's back and remastered, <laughs> I just can't believe they've redone it so perfectly. They've got rid of all the flaws and they've kept the good bits. <laughs> uh, oh man well if you want uh, listeners to get an idea of how a mermaid might have a vagina but you don't want to watch the lighthouse just google um inspiration for the starbucks logo <laughs> of course yeah yeah those little um, those little bits in the logo are, are the is the mermaid holding apart her sexy mermaid legs Yes, of course. She's like pulling it. She's pulling it up, isn't she? She's doing sort of splaying her, herself. Yeah, she's doing a sort of legs behind for the coffee. head maneuver. Yeah, that's so horny for coffee. She is. Yeah, well, Starbucks. The name Starbucks is from um, Moby Dick, isn't it? It's the name of one of the captains. I think so. Yeah, that's a funny. <laughs> Don't even splay my legs till I've had my coffee. <laughs> Don't even splay my fishtail. <laughs> don't even don't even insert yourself into my fish vagina until I've had my 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 pike roast. What's it called? Rome? Pike point roast. That's the the in house. Uh, oh, the Starbucks in house. Ooh, thing. good knowledge. Me 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 sitting in the IMAX looking at a seven meter tall mermaid pussy saying, "Hey, want to see this on the BBC?" <laughs> I'd like, I'd like to see the BBC try and cover this. A fat chance. <laughs> the MSM is being very quiet about this. You point. And you stand up in the IMAX and point and say. Find me a single national newspaper that's covered this. I say, pointing with one hand and unbuckling my trousers with the other. Everyone around me goes, yeah, no, or nodding. Yeah, he's right, he's right, he's right. Just nodding like a Question Time audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're all nodding because they're like, well, in fairness, you can't, it's, not, it's not in the paper. He's right. I mean, he is not. Technically, he's right, you know. It's not on the news today. What other good films have there been this year? Um, I enjoyed Bond. I thought that was fun. We've been through there. Yeah, we did. We've we've reviewed uh, uh, Bond. We reviewed Dune. Oh yeah, I still not seen Dune. It's only on the small the small cinema screens now. I miss my Dune chance. Yeah, it's long. It's a long boy. Um. Uh, actually, speaking of very very long boys, I rewatched um. Uh, cl- now classic rom com The Holiday the other day. Oh fucking hell! I couldn't get through it. I don't think I've ever been able to get through it. It's just, it's like torture. There, there are very few movies out there which really feel like waterboarding, but the holiday is one of them. It, it's impo- It's like, it's like it feels like it was intentionally devised to be a challenge. It's about seven years long. It's so long. It's longer than most holidays. <laughs> 
there's a few moments in it where stuff is happening where you just think, I just live with these people now. <laughs> oh, I live with Jack Black. I live with him, and that's why we're having sushi together for reasons I, I cannot... We're just sort of catching up. I don't know. I don't seem to have any real direction in this. Yeah. You want to get then, that mermaid vagina sashimi, by the way. The mermaid what? The mermaid vagina sash- uh, sashimi. It's sashimi? No, I'm just trying to make a callback with the sushi and the mermaid vagina. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to make sure that you were, saying, you were being that specific about which type of sushi it is, technically. <laughs> yeah, sashimi just means without rice, right? You could probably have a mermaid vagina nigiri. <laughs> I think that'd Cal- be quite nice. I think it would fit the shape nicely, actually. California roll? Yes, 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 yeah. Um, is that your pickup line for the mermaid? <laughs> Just going yeah. on about how much you love sashimi. <laughs> Are you part fish? Because you know I love sashimi. <laughs> yeah. I think um, the holiday would be really spiced up if, at some point, Jack Black had to try and forego a, an enormous mermaid pussy. Yeah, it would have added some intrigue to it. It's a, a, a dreadful slog of a movie. Did you That's- watch the whole thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? Why? What possessed you to do that? It was on. Really? Well, it's like, um, I mean, I wasn't, you know, uh, wrapped. Mm. Jack Black is the kind of character who would be like, yeah, like sashimi, yeah, like while he's trying to (laughs) fuck a mermaid. (laughs) He's doing little songs. Yeah. Gosh, I, I, what is the plot, roughly? And please be rough. <laughs> Two um, lonely women swap mm. houses, and one lives oh, in yeah. a super mansion in LA, and one lives in a postcard from England. It's, yeah, Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz, correct? Yes, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. I don't and know, they, you watched it for five hours. Yeah, I know, but, you know, it becomes like a... It's like trying to remember everyone from primary school. <laughs> um, they swap. They swap homes, and because they have thumbs down men in their life, and they find the nice men in the other <laughs> house. Yeah. Okay. Um, the men Jude are, the Law men are thumbs down up, emoji. Phil. Jude Law turns up at Cameron Diaz's place. Yes. And he's the sad Kate English Winslet, lady's brother. Right, and Kate Winslet makes do with Jack Black because English people just have to accept less. I yes. they're just they're, English people are just dumpy by nature, so they need a dumpy American. Yes. She makes do with that with him and she um also spends a great deal of her time not even really making do with him, but just um doing a kind of brief spell of physical rehab with a pensioner that she's met. What? They she, <laughs> Her neighbor, who is played by Eli Wallach, who's the or Wallach, who's the who's the ugly oh, Wallach, from Good, Wallach, the Bad, Wallach, and the Wallach. Ugly. Oh, okay. Um, is just like a sort of sad old guy who's like once a Hollywood legend of writing, and mm. she sort of um, convinces him to go to an awards ceremony held in his honor, and kind of helps him walk up and down stairs and swim in a pool for a bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So her holiday is she has to work as a carer. And and try to become attracted to Jack Black. Yes, she her her task is to live in L.A., right, mm. and be a carer for a pensioner for as long as it takes for her to want to go out with Jack Black. <laughs> it's like a kind yeah, okay. of, it's a kind of purgatory thing. Like you're not you're not leaving this job caring for this pensioner until you <laughs> until you marry Jack Black. Whereas um, the American lady gets to just bang Jude Law and live in a kind of mansion almost immediately, <laughs> even though she already lives in a mansion in L.A. and is already rich. Great. Yeah. Great. It's real rich to riches stuff. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes, and bafflingly, um, the, the British lady character, she just works for The Telegraph, and they're happy to have that on the screen. And Oh, really? They just say The Telegraph? It just says The Telegraph, and she seems to just tangibly work for The Telegraph. Quite hard. It must have been an American production company because 
otherwise it would have known it's quite hard to make someone who works for the Telegraph a sympathetic character. Yeah, I mean, I'd say so, but they're sort of going, oh, she's she's the saddest lady who works at the Telegraph, and you sort of go, oh, <laughs> all right, why are we, like, why wouldn't you just make up, like, the Daily Schmutz or whatever, like, it doesn't, it seems like a choice that they've made, and I don't really know why. It is bizarre, I wonder if they, I wonder if they, like, gave some, gave them some money or something. In a in a movie of in a movie of fairly eccentric choices, it's one of the ones that I yeah I did. I did. I, I yeah. don't like a movie that has both a reference to the Telegraph and Jack Black in it. That's wrong. It's like it's like orange juice and pizza. It's like what? This isn't right. <laughs> yes, that's 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 a real like worlds colliding. It's like when you find out that um, uh, you know, one of those history facts that two people that you didn't think were alive at the same time were. Yeah. Or like Cambridge University existed when the Aztecs were still around, and you're like, oh, oh, oh really? No, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, it makes your mind Jack go Black and the Telegraph. That would be a very funny celebrity columnist choice. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of the holiday, it's time for us to take a holiday in the stories of our pod buds. It's true. The co- correspondents. Correspondence. Ring letters. Keep emails. Emails. Phone Correspondence. Sent from their LA mansions to our quaint English cottages. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're swapping. We're swapping our humdrum English emails with their glamorous LA. Lifestyles. <laughs> I'm trying to sound like a British person in an American rom-com. <laughs> um, we have uh, a lovely message from Tom. Tom! Bang the drum for Tom. Bang the drum for Tom. Uh, he says, hey, Prince and Philip. Pa-rum-pum-pum, Tom. Very nice. Can He's an old. you hear him? Parumpa Tom Tom. He gives a um, email today. Parumpa Tom Tom. He sends. He sends an email in. He sends an email in. Parumpa Tom Tom. Very nice. Tom. Thank you. Uh, Tom says, "Hey, Prince and Philip." <laughs> Which is nice. <laughs> Like and the the subject line is become the beef, and I, if I don't know if you remember our rambling about that. Oh yes, it must become the beef. What was that in reference to? Something about it was it was in reference to some correspondence we got about maybe someone snapping and eating beef or the veganism or something, or you have to mm-hmm. be the beef. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Something Being like the beef that. Kind of seen the world. Yeah. He says, following on from your become the beef waffling, I thought you might be interested in this work by the arts. Now this is quite a long. Um, description mm. in, interested in this work by the outstanding anti-capitalist artist Darren Cullen aka Spelling Mistakes Cost Lives right okay there's a lot to take in there the yeah. anti-capitalist artist who's called Darren McCullen his no not not what? McCullen just Cullen Darren Cullen yeah his what his pseudonym his Instagram name is uh, type of cell uh, what cost lives Mis- spelling mistakes cost lives his website seems to be yeah spelling mistakes cost lives okay um yes and it seems to be I'm just clicking on the link his highlights include creating a miniature daily mail parody newspaper a museum of neoliberalism and an advert for action man battlefield casualties featuring Matt Berry and a fake army recruitment campaign the idea of this the thing that has inspired Tom to tell us this is that the slogan is "Army be the meat" in the in the parody campaign. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, although I do I do immediately take against anything that claims to be making fun of neoliberalism because no one seems to be able to tell me what neoliberalism is, or well, if they do, whatever they tell no me one. is in direct contradiction to the last thing I told got told by someone else. Yeah, it's the same thing as like um, late stage capitalism. It sounds impressive yeah. to say, but no one knows what you mean, and you probably don't know what you mean. Yeah, I, I I googled when that term first started getting thrown around, and it was around World War One. So it's been late, late for a while. Late stage capitalism, yeah, yeah, very late. 
it just feels like people go any minute now and just <laughs> shit keeps rolling on um well that's interesting yeah um i don't know it's it's um it almost feels like a lot of satire from the pre-trump days just feels quaint now doesn't it yeah like so many um media outlets like the daily mail or fox news have gone full mental that any art mm-hmm. that sort of goes, did you know these guys were pretty mental? Or look how mental these guys are. You always just end up sort of going, well, yeah. Yeah, we know. I, I was a big fan of that period of people tweeting uh, links to Daily Mail front pages going, stop reading the Daily Mail. But sharing, <laughs> showing, just expanding the Daily Mail's audience for them for free. Uh Yeah. And linking to the sun and people saying, this is an outrageous story. And then you go, well, I won't know unless I click it. So don't do that. <laughs> Just don't do it. Um, so. We have an email from Lorcan. Lorcan? Mm. L-O-R-K-I-N, Lorcan. L-O-R-C-A-N, Lorcan. Lorcan. I think it's a Scottish name. Ah, very cool. Lorcan. It's a, one of the. It's a very good name. Um. Yeah. Who can Lorcan? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, Lorcan says, "Good day, Buddington Poos." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Currently catching up on the pod, but enjoying your steaming hot takes <laughs> on events that seem like distant nightmares when listening sometime later. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's about right. Um, after being recommended by my brother, your dulcet tones have been the soundtrack to my Lockdown 2.0. Um, no notable scat stories, but very recently I was ambushed by some wild tat in the tall grass. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, it was Lovely super Pokemon effective. Reference. <laughs> that's what he says. Yeah. Uh, the incident occurred during a visit to my girlfriend's house for a night of drinks and games with her family. Lovely. Lovely. Uh, We've been together for two years now, so my confidence in wisecracking with her parents and siblings has increased measurably. (laughs) Very true. Uh, Lorcan used wisecrack. It was effective. (laughs) The late night conversation turned to a topic which particularly piqued my interest. Tat. Oh, great. Yeah. Perfect. At this point, we were many a drink in, and I remember stating that I couldn't stand those wall decals with your bog-standard tatty sentences on, e.g. live, laugh, love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The conversation staggered onto something else, and my girlfriend's mum exited to refresh the communal bowl of savoury snacks. Um, now, I've been in this house a number of times, and I thought I'd taken in all forms of decoration in the living room slash kitchen. Oh, how wrong I was. Oh, no. The mother returned with a plaque emblazoned with the triple L itself. Oh, no. (laughs) In all its cursed, curvy calligraphy. (laughs) So she's bursting back in with a pack of twiglets going, you mean like this? And thrusting it (laughs) right into everyone's face. (laughs) Like a crucifix. Like she's trying to ward off an evil spirit in Lorcan. (laughs) Yeah, just... You must live, laugh, and love. You must... (laughs) <laughs> Live, laugh, and love. Your tat has no power here. <laughs> um, he says, I was speechless, kicking myself for not seeing this earlier. Classic case of foot in mouth. Luckily, the moment passed without too much embarrassment. But still, one of those scenes playing on repeat before bed some nights. Yeah, that's... um. Yeah, that can be embarrassing when you go off and you really go off on one about something and realize the person you're talking to is really into that something. Yeah, just um, yeah, really, really, <laughs> really slamming something, and then they sort of shift their weight and reveal their, that they've got that thing on their t-shirt or something. <laughs> um, I also wanted to draw your attention to some tat I encountered while falling down the rabbit hole that is Jim Browning's YouTube channel. He's a scam ah. baiter, so he baits the scammers. Ah. Mm. Uh, this is an example of a check attained by scammers from an unsuspecting victim. So I'm just looking at it, and it is it is a check from Security National Bank, and it says Live, Laugh, Love on it. 
Oh, great. On a check. Wait, wait, wait. But this is... But this is a prank check sent to the scammers? Or a real one? Well, he said obtained from a victim, so I think it might be real. But it's written in what? Under the name is Live, Laugh, Love? Or the amount? No, no, no. It's just like on that. Like, you know, you can get designs and pictures on checks. It's just on that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Gross. Uh, maybe that person deserved to be scammed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that doesn't sound good, but... Well, Phil, uh, if, if they like uh, tat, like live, laugh, love, maybe they've uh, a bit already been scammed once, yeah? <laughs> 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 um, Lorcan says, a small side note here. For the last three years, the accent of one of my university lecturers has evaded my recognition and frustrated me to all ends. Phil, your mm. Italian Cockney accent may have given me one of the most profound eureka moments of my young adult life. Ah... <sighs> Oh, amazing. Did you guess that it was, he was an, Ama- an Italian London guy? <laughs> she, she, was, uh, hello, she was trying to, to teach class. you. She was trying to do your teaching like a lecture, right? And doing a little teaching in it, there. Yeah. He says, uh, now every time I hear her voice in an online lecture or workshop, I can't help but burst out laughing. Hence why my headset <laughs> is confirmed to be unplugged at the start of her sessions. Keep it up, guys. Koji Lorcan. <laughs> Your essays are all amazing, everybody. Well done. <laughs> I absolutely loved the essay you wrote for me. Brilliant effort. <laughs> so nice. There's a bit of Borat in there, but everyone loves Borat, don't they, Phil? <laughs> everyone still loves Borat. Yes. Every- <laughs> everyone still loves Borat. And will continue to forever. Um, <laughs> and a quick one. From old Michael. Old Michael. It's Michael. Uh, Michael says, hi, turd buds. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And he says, saw this whilst scrolling social media. Thought of Doctor Who, thought of Doctor Pooh, then thought of you. <laughs> and it is a port outside a construction site that has been labeled the Turdis. Very good. Oh, nice, lovely bit of on-site banter. And it doesn't hurt anyone. It's clean. It's clean. It's, you know, it's... It's it's... not politically incorrect or hurtful, yeah? (laughs) It's just a bit of innocent fun, yeah? It's a bit of a laugh. And if you work that hard, Phil, you need a laugh. Yeah, I think so. I think that's absolutely true. Hard days laugh for a hard day's work, I say. Hard, hard day's laugh. Yeah, a well-earned, a well-earned hard day's laugh for a hard day's work, I say. It's, honest it, laugh for an honest day's work, I say. It's been a hard day's laugh, and you've been joking <laughs> like a dog. Uh, that's well, the other thing I've been enjoying. Um, yeah. It's uh, on BBC Sounds. Uh, Paul McCartney is inside the songs, and in interviews of, with Paul McCartney where he just talks about like why he wrote... Some songs, what, who they're about. Oh, yeah. And worth it, just for an incredible moment, where he actually says, fuck you, John, about John Lennon. The dead <laughs> John Lennon. Oh, my God. Really? That's great. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. That's good. And in spicy his, Beatles stuff. Yeah, in his old age, he's becoming less and less just like, I just thought it was a really groovy tune to... Uh, like, just being all sort of bland <laughs> about it. I just thought it'd be nice to have a song about someone... Uh, with that name. There's a great bit where he just starts shitting on John and Yoko's like <laughs> activist stage and he, he and the and the shit they were saying and he's like, It was just nonsense and he he goes like War is over. No it's not <laughs> It's really good. Does he really? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's great. It's so good. <laughs> I just thought it was crap. The things they were saying was crap. It's really good. That is so funny. No, it's not. <laughs> and he goes, if, if enough people want war to be over, it'll be over. Oh, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> War's over. No, it's not. <laughs> really good. <laughs> that is incredible. I'm a, such a huge fan of that. I want that as my fucking ringtone. <laughs> oh, my God. I once had a conversation with someone who said that they didn't think there'd be any wars if there weren't any armies. Fantastic. I Fascinating. Know. I'd love to get inside that head. 
How does it work? How do you make yourself soup? How do you make? How do you eat and put on your clothes if you have a brain like that? I. It's it's yeah it's it's at that level of going like well I put up a sign that says no hippos and that's why there aren't any hippos in my house. <laughs> very very strange. Well, war isn't over, Phil, but the podcast is. Ah, unless uh, of course you are a patron. Yes. In which case, this is only the beginning of your weekly delights. That's your right. weekly pleasure. Pleasure. The pleasure continues. Go into the go into the go into the toilets of the nightclub. Find the toilet with something a little strange about its flusher. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's solid gold. Pull it. Give it a tug. Watch as a cistern descends, revealing a spiral staircase. Yes. You're afraid of what lies beneath, but you can't look away. Follow the steps. Follow the sounds. But most importantly, follow the smells. Light a flaming torch. Yeah, there's one handily positioned um, next to the entrance. Yes, already on fire. It's already on fire. Who maintains that flame? Which is insane. Incredible, in a presumably sealed cave. Insane to leave it there like that. (laughs) But come on down, where Pierre and I will be doing the extra bonus patron content. That's right. That's right, that's right. But thank you very much for listening, uh, uh, and Merry Christmas. And you know what? Just like war, if all of you eventually decide that something should be over, it will end. So for that reason, keep listening. Yes, just just say that... COVID is over, and it will be. <laughs> yes. All right, Koji guys, have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.